Good morning, good morning, beautiful people. Happy June 18th. I need to uh, probably not do good morning and good night as I'm working with teams that are 12 hours away. I'm saying hello and good night to them and they're saying good morning. Different, different days, different, different time zones. It's kind of fun being connected to the world nowadays. Just got to be more mindful of the time zones. Anyway, our reading for June 18th starts with a quote from Frank Fields. In recovery, to learn how to forgive oneself is often more difficult than to forgive others. He mended that, right? The 12 steps offer us a whole new spiritual attitude. They teach us how to develop a relationship with our higher power and how to identify specific obstacles in our path. Working the steps moves us towards self-forgiveness. We took a look at ourselves in the past and air all the shame, grief, and pain by admitting to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact natures of our wrongs. In this way, we break our painful isolation. Admitting our wrongs to another human being is perhaps the most difficult, but in the end, the most liberating act. When someone else truly forgives us, we can begin to forgive ourselves. Through this process, we can begin to feel closer to our sponsor and to others around us, whether at work, home, or in our recovery program. Today, help me find forgiveness in my heart for myself as well as for others. This makes me wonder, I must have done a step five episode in May, right? I wouldn't have skipped that, I don't think. But I'm doing so much that I'm losing track. I apologize. But that's what it reminds me. The 12 steps... So I'm having like a little inner struggle. The more that I learn and the more different opinions and teachings that I'm getting exposed to. So the 12 steps invites us to really dig deep. And it is, there's an argument to be made that it has a little bit of a negative focus. And I'm just starting to listen and open up to this. Everything from being powerless to step four work where we where we are digging and and looking for our faults and our flaws versus focusing on you know just taking positive action and you know different approaches to recovery that don't focus on the negative parts I want to say though when it says when it's talking about telling another human being I was able to talk to a chaplain when I was in treatment when I did my step five work and it was a game changer for me it was a huge huge game changer because what it did was the stuff that I dug up when I was in treatment and the stuff I identified as as my biggest flaws in life or or worst actions I I, I had, had to write him down and then I had to tell this guy like face to face like I never met this man before and I had to look him in the eye and say this is the shit I've done and I, f- I remember him asking questions and digging deeper it wasn't even just like read and go <laughs> which would have been very nice but not the case so my perspective on those things though is that once I like unloaded them on him I don't revisit them. I don't 
I don't go back and beat myself up for those things. There's not anything I could do about it. I can't go backwards. I can't fix any of that. I may owe some apologies and and I've done my my share of amends. And even you know, even this year or I guess it was last year. <laughs> this year we've been on lockdown. <laughs> um there's there's been apologies. There's one that I remember making last fall and I I couldn't be as heartfelt as I wanted to. I mean, it was coming from a place of of heart, but it was it was a person I hadn't looked in the eye yet and, and apologized for things that had impacted him. But he got it because he had known what my process was and he knew in, you know, my one or two sentences that I did get out what I was trying to convey to him. And I'm grateful for that. Saying those things and acknowledging them and, and doing the other work has got me to a place where I have forgiven myself for my mistakes. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense not to at this point, right? Because going back to the negative ball, you know, or the negative bucket, we only have so much room for whatever energy we're putting in it. So if I don't forgive myself and I hang on to all that shit, that's the negative shit fill in the bucket. No room for positive, right? But by talking to the chaplain that day and then by talking to this person last fall, I emptied some of that negative out of my bucket. And then once it was gone, it's gone forever. And that's what forgiving ourselves does, like I'm just, I'm holding up my hand, I'm waving it around. I really need to start videoing this so so that I can podcast on, on YouTube and you guys can see all my silly expressions like as if I'm having a conversation right to you. We're not quite there yet. I, I'm, working, I'm working up the guts. It would also mean I'd have to be like fully clothed and not in bag lady mode if I did jump on YouTube just to be kind of politically correct. Anyway... So as I empty this bucket of, of the noise of that, of that bad stuff and the same thing with the guilt and the shame, once it's gone, you got room for kindness for yourself and love for yourself and joy and happiness and experiencing all the good stuff. That's what I want in my bucket. That's what I want in your bucket. I want good stuff, positive stuff. And, and we can't fill our bucket with that stuff until we get rid of Take the garbage out, get it gone, and make room for this. And it is interesting that that sometimes it does take other people forgiving us before we could forgive ourselves. And maybe that's where people get stuck. Maybe someone isn't willing to forgive us for the shit we did. So then we can't forgive ourselves. Well, that's not fair to ourselves either because you can't control that other person. So if you're trying to if you're trying to treat yourself the way others are treating you in that particular case, like you're never going to solve that problem. You'll never be able to get better as long as that person doesn't forgive you and you have no control over that, which goes against the things we learn in the serenity prayer. If you can't control it, how could you hold yourself accountable to it? If you genuinely are sorry, if you genuinely, you know, feel bad and have remorse and and own your shit, then you absolutely should be able to forgive yourself. It it probably isn't going to be an overnight thing. 
And I've seen people struggle and, and carry that on. And, and what that conversation from my perspective looks like is, is what, how is it serving you? What good does it do? Because if we hang on to the negative, what's it doing? It's fueling, it's fueling our desire to go back to bat. Or at least that's the way I view it. It's fueling the desire to go drink. It's, it's giving me an excuse if I let it. Okay, I got negative stuff going on. If I can't unload it because I don't want to forgive myself, I might as well just drink so I can forget my bucket's full of it. I might as well just gamble because, so I don't have to think about my bucket being full of it. I hope you could visualize that. So today I want you to think about, is there anything you haven't forgiven yourself for? And what would it take to forgive yourself? What, what is it serving you to hang on to it? Think about that. Is there anything that you haven't let go of that you could? Maybe, maybe you're a parent who has a child that's in trouble, you know, that maybe went to jail or isn't doing well. Are you blaming yourself for that? Are you not forgiving yourself? Again, it's somebody else's actions. Did you embezzle money or steal or lie or do bad things to your spouse or anybody else, your employer, that you can't undo? I mean, if you stole money or whatever, you can repay it or try, you know, to. But aside from that, what can you do? You can't turn back the clock. You can't undo stuff. So you got to move on. You got to forgive yourself. You got to get to that place where you look in the mirror and you dance to the song that I open and close the show with or whatever song makes you dance. That song makes me dance just about every time. But be able to dance in the mirror and just be like, yeah, I am happy. I do love myself. I do forgive myself. I do want to move forward. I want to have that quality of life that Bobby talked about on the Q episode. I want to have that quality of life that other people around me are having, the people in my groups. other, Not because we want to be like someone else, but to see the examples that they're having and the joy that they have. That's the place you, you need to get to. And if you don't forgive yourself, you're never going to get there. Rant over. I hope everybody has a fabulous day today. And I hope you can look and and see if there is anything that you need to forgive yourself. Identifying it would probably be the first step, right? And Not step in the form of step steps, but it would be the first step to identify if there's any of that that's filling up your bucket that you would need to change, change how you perceive it and forgive yourself and move forward. So those are my thoughts for today. I... Hope you take the challenge. I hope even more that you have nothing that you left that you have to forgive yourself for. I hope that you're in a place where you can move forward. I don't know that everybody is, though. So that's your assignment for today. All right, beautiful people. Take care. I will talk to you soon. Bye.